Watch the headbots and elbows. No rabbit punches, no low blows. This will not be a clean fight, so protect yourself at all times. The underdogs are coming for the throne. This is the B-Sides Boxing Podcast. somehow are making it work <laughs> yeah um the trick i've found is for the odd time zone like for uh the for ultimate casual um mm-hmm. chief is in the uk so i just set the like the meeting time or the meeting time zone to his so mm-hmm. and then it adjusts it for for me to whatever time because i'm available whenever so oh, i wish i had that luxury yeah. Uh, my day's gonna be all fucked up time wise anyways. I need some common equipment and I forgot to book it last week. So I have thirteen hours, but I can't start until noon. So I'm gonna be at work until one AM today. Yikes. Oh jeez. Yeah, really sucks. I'm not very impressed with myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's unfortunate. Hmm. Shall we do the thing, or do you have a? We got a little bit more gripe, gripe juice. <laughs> no, no, more, I'm, oh, good. I'm good. All right. Uh, I'm I'm leaving this in, by the way. Like this was recording the whole time. <laughs> I'm oh, leaving sick. it in. Uh, All right. Maybe maybe I won't. I don't know. We'll see. See how I'm feeling when it comes down to it. But yeah, let's do the thing that we do. Um, this is B sides boxing. Welcome the fuck back to a very disappointing preview block. Oh my god. Uh, wow. Uh, let's get to it. Yeah, let's get into it. Uh, real quick, something that just got announced. It was announced on the... Um, not. He, I'm not going to use King. Like, what? Uh, Duke? The Duke uh, Ryan yeah. Garcia fucking Earl of boring-ass bullshit. Uh, so, Jester of boxing. Yeah, that's a, that's better than uh, what I was throwing out there. Uh, so Oscar, we were talking about. He didn't look very like he looked kind of kind of iffy, a little off. Uh, but whatever, he announced. I don't know if he if it was like finalized there, but this one what I know was in the rumor mill. Is a uh, Jaime Munguia is going to be fighting John Ryder in uh, my neighborhood, so that's kind of fun. I'll be going I'm to excited that. for that one. Yeah, yeah it's that, it's gonna be something. It's appropriate for their levels. Mm-hmm. Like uh, if I don't know if you're expecting like David Benavides type of shit or Canelo type of stuff, like you, you're setting yourself up to have a bad time, and that's your own fault. <laughs> Temper your expectations <laughs> with these guys. Was it our fault this past weekend? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Speaking of this past weekend, let's get into the review block. Just a lot of quick ones real quick that I'll uh, I'll hit first. Uh, so there was, in Australia, Nikita Zhu won by stoppage in the fifth. I didn't get a chance to see this, but uh, it, I'm uh, expecting it was somewhat exciting just because it's a, one of the Zhu boys. In... Yeah, I, I missed it too. In uh, London, Liam Williams gets a first-round stoppage over Florin Cardos. Who exactly? Um, Liam Williams is yeah, gone. <laughs> yeah, he's down to the eight-round level. So 
how the not mighty but how the like kind of decent have fallen um another one how the average have averaged <laughs> another one that i can't find more information about this but uh this is a he was a solid prospect at 168 and he had a really bad injury and it was likely that he was never going to fight again or at least that's what the uh that's what the doctors told him so he come this is his second fight back and he gets a stoppage i cannot find the round but i did see the highlight and it's 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 a good one he was always known for dynamite knockouts his name is bilal akawi or i i should have asked him i met him once and i did not ask him like how the fuck do i say your name because uh, a friend of mine he's australian he said it's akawai but i can't i don't know i'm sorry huh i'm sorry dude uh, so there's that. Uh, another quick one. Uh, Tevin Farmer's fight did not happen. That was supposed to be on December 1st. But yeah, it got uh, postponed. Uh, wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Um, it, why did they postpone it? Did it say? No, I didn't see why. The... No, I couldn't find why either, but I didn't spend much time looking. I, I'm going to be honest, I didn't either. I checked the R&B Promotions website, <laughs> and that was pretty much it. And uh, Tevin Farmer's Instagram. That's where uh, it was on uh, the R&B Promotions website that the uh, fight was postponed. Date to be determined. Oh, didn't make too much noise, apparently. No. Um, do we want to hit the... Matchroom card that was in uh, Ireland, or do we want to go? The Brits boxing. Yeah, well, I gotta take a I chance don't to don't call them Brits. <laughs> gotta take They'll a chance mad. to dunk on Michael Conlon <laughs> any chance I can. Uh, eh, fuck it, go over it. Nah, dunk on him. No, there's not really a lot to dunk on because he was actually pretty <laughs> impressive. Uh, he he battled back like he was. He got into the hole a little early. And then in the middle rounds, he got stopped in the seventh. And But in like the three, he started picking up. Four was an awesome round for him. Five was decent. Six, it looked like he had a, a I don't know why they use this phrase, but blown his load. Fucking pause. <laughs> Smash hey, that pause you. It ha People use it. And I don't, I, it's funny yeah, I to me why. every time because I'm fucking 13 People in my do brain. Use it. It's funny. Uh, no, no, wait, it, it is. It's tired like... afterwards. <laughs> so, yeah, he was. <laughs> wait, one more time. Shinada, oh. once more. What was that? I said boys get tired after they <laughs> blow their load. <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> this okay. is a spicy episode today. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, besides after but dark. you're. You're jumping ahead a whole week. Right? I am, but just because there's not a whole lot else on this card that I want to talk about. <laughs> okay. Because uh, uh, Lewis Crocker. I thought Jordan Gill looked really good, he actually. He did. He did. Uh, I hadn't seen him before this, but it was, uh, it was a pretty good performance. Honestly, Conlon did uh, impress me. Gills fought on DAZN a couple times, and the last two fights he has looked noticeably better than the first couple fights I saw. But I think he's kind of old for having a comeback for whatever his career is. How old is Jordan Gill? I think he's like 31. He's not ancient, but 
in nice. boxing he's terms, he's pretty old. He's 29, it says. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm I was the a wrong... little off. <clears throat> no, you're probably right. Uh, all right, let's Dad. jump back to Saturday, November 25th. Uh, this one was in Dublin. Um, Katie Taylor, majority decision over Chantel Cameron in their rematch. Um, before we uh, I we get into that one really quick, Sky Nicholson, stoppage in nine over Lucy Wildheart. I uh, didn't really watch it because I don't really care. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I, was say, I didn't watch it. I was going to ask you guys, what did you guys think of Nicholson? But I don't think anyone watched it. Um, not a whole I lot to say about it. it. But she, she looks the same as she always does. <clears throat> uh, I don't so, know. Can, can we actually jump in that a little bit? Pause. Sure. Um, <laughs> uh, what do we think is going to happen with Nicholson? Like, where is she going to go eventually? Like, is she going to hold a belt or... Yeah, that's not going to be difficult to get to a, to become a titleist in boxing in general. It's not necessarily difficult if you have the right uh, promotional team or management. Daddy Hearn? Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. exactly what I was they're, getting at. They're going to make sure she gets at least a couple belts, I would say. Yeah, just like swimming in the wake of the better fighters as they move up or move around. Hmm. So you think she has like a long career or? Yeah, I think they're going to milk her career for all it's worth, to be honest. Yeah, keep her with a uh, pretty light opposition so that she stays looking pretty and she's more marketable that way. It's unfortunate because she, I mean, she's not terrible. She's not a terrible fighter. Well, and but it's not like the fighter? women boxers get beat up that badly usually right. anyways. Like, they're not scarred up at the end of it. Cuts usually happen yeah. from um, headbutts, if at all. Um, I realize now that the Belfast card with uh, Conlon, I had that one tagged to go er to go fast because there wasn't a whole lot to talk about on it. And, but it's the same one with this one. Uh, Gary Coley split decision. I, it was... Scrappy, I guess. So there's that. Um, I'm not sure Coley did enough to win. I don't know. Not much more to add. Yeah. Whatever. Hometown guy. I don't like Gary Coley. They're really trying to market him, and I don't think he's that good. He's not. Uh, his last fight was a loss, as we all know, to mm -hmm. a, a guy that's like 10 years, 15 years older than him six inches shorter than him absolutely ridiculous with when you have that much of a physical advantage there should be no no doubt that you're going to win very little doubt i suppose that's probably what the promoters thought as well yeah and uh <laughs> well look at what happened uh, he almost dropped the ball here as well so uh whatever he's an irish fighter naturally it's in dublin so you know that's what's gonna happen <laughs> yeah and katie taylor majority decision question mark over chantelle cameron did she it was a close fight yeah like i'm not mad i'm not either i don't agree with it but i'm not mad about it it's not bad what do you guys think I... like should should have been a draw or 
draw at best for Taylor. Mm. I think Cameron did enough. I mean, one I don't of the know. Judges Honestly, agreed. I did. Or did, I did score it. So. I, did, I stopped scoring a long time ago. It's a, it's an exercise in futility, and it, it's just fr you're just frustrating yourself because like you have a score that's completely fucking pointless. It's not gonna do anything. And then when the mm -hmm. judges give you give some bullshit, and you're looking at your numbers, you, your numbers can do absolutely nothing to change that. And I it, just still find it kind of fun to score, but I also I yeah, I just, as well that you can see um, how other people score. Yeah, I, I know what. But you're not very about. many people use it. The one that yeah, RJ I, uh... posts always has a couple hundred votes per fight. Is that Scorebox? I don't think so. I'll have to see which one he uses then. I, uh, I didn't watch the uh, K. Taylor fight, but I'm like reading an article now saying um, Cameron's like team is like annoyed. They're saying that Taylor got away with holding a lot. They were denied a knockdown <laughs> first, apparently, yeah. or something. Absolutely. Both cases are correct. Um, uh, okay. I should have... Uh, noted those because that that was a clean knockdown it looked at first like it was a trip but on further review even if it was a trip it was still partially predicated on a punch so like sorry katie taylor you know the fucking rules that's a knockdown uh -huh. i'll probably watch it after this just to get the highlights but yeah i didn't see it i'm just kind of following up on an article and says they're annoyed with it yeah i remember yeah. in chat everybody we were everybody was starting to point out i think like round four like why the fuck is katie taylor holding so much and uh, because she's old yeah she is pretty old like honestly i really hope katie takes this opportunity to retire a champion retire she won't top. yeah yeah I don't think she so, will, so. but I think it would be a really nice end to an amazing career if she walked away now. Someone said she's, like, getting early onset CTE. Like, I guess her speech is, like, <clears throat> slurred. Or that could just be, like, her Irish accent, someone else said. No, or... I, I agree with that. She's starting to sound a little punch drunk. It might have been me that said that. It wasn't. Yeah, I... it used, her accent has always been kind of thick. But you, it mm -hmm. was intelligible before, and now it's starting to get a little rough. Ooh. Well, and she just, just she, the way she talks is just a little different, too. Like, mm -hmm. the words she chooses and stuff. It's very Irish. Yeah, but it's always been very Irish, but now it's a lot simpler. Yeah, hopefully her team tells her, like, hey... Hang it up. I was not a bad way either, but like, yeah, you've done, you've done all you can. Two time undisputed, two weight class undisputed. I mean, what, what more do you want? Well, yeah, and she got boxing made legal for women in Ireland. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's it. trailblazer for trailblazers. Yeah. Like, stop now. Have the perfect end to your documentary and ride off in the sunset. Go uh, do speaking engagements speech. at women's or girls' boxing academies. Open, open a gym or two. Yeah, open a gym. Um, hmm. oh, enough about her. Uh, yeah. 
Um, I just last I thought she was trying to use like the the Andre Ward approach where you hit one, two, three, maybe three times, clinch up, and then before you get broken up, you break up yourself and you do some hitting on the way out. That's what I thought she was trying to do, but yeah. Katie Taylor. Um, yeah, please stop. Um, you know who shouldn't stop? David Benavides. <laughs> no, sir. Uh, some quick notes. Uh, Vito Malnicki gets a stoppage in one over Alexis Flores. No surprise. Uh, Michelle Rivera, UD over Sergey Lipinets. That one was kind of rough to watch. Uh, Lipinets is definitely done. It's unfortunate. He was uh, always one of those hipster's choice kind of guys. Um, Jamal Charlo. That was a terrible fight. Terrible fight. Um, I'm not sure how that was scored 100 to 90 or 99 to 91. Uh, that's not to say that Benavides was awesome, but because he fucking wasn't, but still, he was better than that. Ugh. Um, not a whole lot. I don't have a whole lot of hope for uh, Jamal, given what we just saw, but um, something that we were pointing out in chat afterwards was in the post-fight interview, the quick one right after, he still looked, he looked very emotional and not in a good way. He, uh, me, myself, having had uh, difficulties with, um, you know, mental health, personal demons and that kind of thing, that it was very reminiscent of that kind of, you're trying to suppress uh, just a, a breakdown kind of like it's right behind your your voice and you can kind of hear him cracking a little bit you say he was like on like the verge yeah the yeah he was looked like he was gonna break down for whatever reason which is unfortunate uh, he did not look good in the fight no, either he did not um i think he might be i don't know what the reason for him coming back is but if he can uh, stay out a little longer that would, that would be for the best, but uh, also, but it also could be that you know fighting is going to put his mind onto something else and kind of give him focus, uh, a stress release. Who knows? It's a, a kind of a coin toss. Can't can't really say because I don't know him. Still, I hope he hope he figures out whatever he's got going on. Um, Benavides actually, given everything that we know that I learned about him, I didn't know that he was like an amateur standout. It's pretty wild. He ha he has some pretty strong fucking bona fides, and yeah, it's unfortunate that gunshot definitely derailed his career. But he still looked pretty decent given he was fighting. He's like a peg leg at this point. <laughs> That is a wild sport, though. <laughs> That's a peg leg. He is. Did you see yes. the, how many fucking, like, plates and screws he has in there? Dude, he's like half cyborg at this point. It's pretty <laughs> rough. It's really, really unfortunate that his career got really derailed like that. Walking your dog. Come on. That's madness. Just... Yeah. 
Minding your own business and getting shot shouldn't happen. It's a, it's a very South Phoenix thing to happen, to be honest South with you. Fe- oh, no. Yeah, South <laughs> Phoenix is pretty rough. Um, all right, let's... I had a pen pal from South Phoenix when I was a kid. We met at Disneyland and wrote letters for about three years. And she was so excited. Her neighborhood was on cops. She was like, you can see my house. Oh, no. Oh, oh no, man. Oh, no. That's not a good thing. That is also a very South Phoenix <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> I feel like I've never been to South Phoenix all the times I've been around there. Or maybe I did. I just didn't realize it. Uh, you might I, have. I don't think you want to go to South Phoenix. Eh. No, I don't. I don't want to, but. Um, all right. Speaking of rough, rough uh, situations, Hector Garcia gets uh, take. I'm not sure if split decision is the correct answer here because Lamont Roach was having his fucking way with Hector Garcia. I don't know if you paused on that one, but just in case. <laughs> no, we're good. Yeah. Um, man, I remember Hector looking completely flat. Uh, he was not able to string his punches together. He was gun shy, and he he looked lost, for lack of a better word. Uh, it really, it does seem like Tank kind of. I don't know. Maybe the time away ring rust is the problem here. It's possible, but like like if this is the trend, then it seems like uh, Tank broke his broke his willpower. That was a, not a good look. Like Lamont Roach is, like that. that's a, that's that's a rough one. Man, that's too bad. I like Hector. I had a chance to talk with him after he beat Chris Colbert, and he was really nice. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. So you think like this tank like broke his spirits entirely, or I think like, killed his ego. I think the eye injury is what did it. So tank, in essence, did. Because, uh, like, those, I, I don't know, man, like, de- a detached retina losing Oof. sight in your eye completely for a, a temporary period. Yeah, I mean, it'll make you not want to box anymore, yeah. honestly. He, it, it looked like he didn't want to engage here, even though Lamont Roach, even at 126, was not known for for his power. He, like, he was really awesome. His skills were good. Speed was great. So it's unfortunate that we're talking about him more than we are... Uh, or less about him than we are about Hector. Right. But, um, so yeah, Hector, I hope you, uh, whatever it is that he's got going on, um, I don't know, maybe take a page out of Ugas's book and walk away before it's too late. So, but with Lamont Roach picks up the WBA title at 130. So his contemporaries are Oshaki Foster, Joe Cordina, and fuck, uh, Cordina's IBF, who's WBO? Nabarate, that's right. Always forget him. Always. Every time. I always feel like he's bigger. Like uh, 135? Yeah, well, just in general. Like, I always forget how light Nabarate is. In pictures, he looks heavier than that. Um. So, given his contemporaries, I don't know... It's some some tough tough outs there. The only one yeah, that I don't I, think Roach beats any of them. The one that I would think is most competitive, uh, kind of a toss up between um, 
Foster or Cordina, but Foster would be fucking boring because they're both kind of similar in how they do things. I'd watch a Cordina fight. Yeah, the Cordina one I think would be better. He's he's yeah, I like it. He's technical enough, but also strong enough to keep walking him down. He has that kind of mindset to do that if it's necessary. All right. Well, speaking of walking somebody down, Subriel Matias retains his one IBF 140 belt with the stoppage in six. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember who said it, but uh, someone said, uh, Subriel no mas tias. <laughs> so, <laughs> It's beautiful. Dude, the name is the name is fitting though. Like that, that kid's a problem. He is. I think what is this like his sixth in a row of uh Yeah, it was crazy. Of opponents not wanting to come out of the corner. Jesus. And uh Shojahan Urgashev. Like I uh victory and defeat here. I want to see more of him. Um I don't know where I was during his climb, but um I'm here for it now because I want to see more. He was really, really talented. Dude, uh, keep I keep Garcia far away from Matias. <laughs> <laughs> no, feed him to him. Oh, that even better, but mm. that kid is going to be a problem. I mean, he is a problem. Matias but... is a bad man. Yeah, he is that. Mm. I so... I do like Urkashev though. I was not so secretly cheering for him. Yeah, just it... because I like upsets. That's yeah, fine. Um, it, it was still cool to see uh, his actual nickname is uh, Shojahan Elephant Dong Urgashev. We changed it <laughs> the last time we were here. Uh, he got, he definitely impressed me. I didn't know anything about him coming into it, like I said. So there's uh-huh. there are still great fights that he can make. Maybe we could do a side piece about uh, what's going on at 140. Because there's a lot of awesome fights that are uh, coming into play there. Oh, yeah. So, Matias, his contemporaries is uh, Romero, <laughs> uh, WBA, uh, WBC is Regis Progre, uh, IPF, and WBO, Teofimo. That's right. Ooh. So, Matias Teofimo would be fun. That would be a firefight. Uh, Matias, anybody would be fun. Like Raleigh, come on. <laughs> this one's ah, for dude, he would, Barroso. <laughs> he, would, he would bully Raleigh so hard. It would be really bad. Uh, Ra- I, I don't think Raleigh comes out after three, to be honest with you. And that's pretty yeah, generous. That would be a short fight. Um, for sure. Hmm. Something that uh, somebody was pointing out was that why is he not. Why are they not playing up the Puerto Rican angle with him? He is no shit the best Puerto Rican fighter right now, and he is amazing to watch. Very entertaining. I don't know why they're not playing that up. Does he speak Uh, Spanish? Yeah. Yeah, he has a translator Uh most of the time. I don't know. That's a good point. Yeah, I didn't realize he was Puerto Rican. I don't know where I thought he was from, but I didn't realize he was Puerto Rican. Yeah, I, I mean, he looks black. He's really dark, but that's Caribbean. Lots of Puerto Ricans. Yeah, it's Caribbean uh, Latinos. Are... But maybe maybe that's what it is. 
maybe they want somebody lighter skinned to be the face of Puerto Rico. Oh, that would be unfortunate. Yeah. Who is the Puerto Rican poster boy right now? Shakur Stevenson. Uh, is he, is he Puerto Rican? Half. Ah. But he uh, he lived in uh, Newark his whole life, so no, he doesn't speak Spanish. I, I right thought uh, I thought Sandra Zayas is he, like he is. Portion. They are, but he's also not very good. So hmm. there's only so much <laughs> the just the flag can do for you. That's true. Oh, better than better than know. Berlanga, that's for sure. <laughs> oh goodness, I forgot about him. I was really hoping I would forever, but. Thank you. I guess not. Man, I don't know if they're. I I am. Yeah, I'm. I'm doubling down. Subaru Matias. He's a P4P number one PR fighter. Dude, absolute monster, bro. Yeah. I think the only ones who give him a good fight are honestly just like Tiafimo and. Tiafimo, that's about it. Why do I not hold Tiafimo is in as high a regard as everyone else? I don't, I don't rate uh, him to beat Matias, or even make it difficult. It, it, it all depends it, on which Tiafimo shows up. Right. Yeah, as I say, could it be his sloppy performances from just like Cambosis and Sandor Martin? Because for Josh Taylor, he showed up. He definitely put on a show True. for that one. Showed he up did. for Lomachenko. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, it's I like where he lost to Sandor Martin, though. He did. He fucking yeah, did. He did. Hundred percent. As much as I'm a Tio fan, I'll definitely say he hundred percent lost. But like, it's kind of those things where like, which Tiafimo are we gonna get for this fight? Yeah. Uh, there's only so long you can play that game where you get so many negative uh, performances in a row. It's like then you're just get venturing into Adrian Broner territory. That's the thing. He he doesn't string a bunch together in a row. He always has one great performance every, like, two or three fights. <laughs> Don't forget, I'm actually pretty good. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I'm with you. I don't rate him as high, but just just for the mental side of things. That might be why. Where, that might be why I don't give him as high of a... I, I, I was going to say, like, so this kind of ties into, like, Garcia a little bit. Like popularity wise, where would you rate Tiafimo? In one forty or boxing in general? Boxing in general, just like star power. Um, top ten. I don't think it's that high. So None I only of bring my it up because friends know who he is. Right. Yeah, I bring it up because I don't know if you guys saw, but he denied the Garcia fight because they undersold him. They offered him only one point five million, and Tiafimo was like. I'm worth way more than that. And then the comments were kind of like, you're overselling yourself, or you should have just taken it and got an easy payday, so on and so forth. So it kind of brings to the questions, like, all right, where, is he more popular than Garcia? No. Is he worth, you know, more than 1.5 for that fight? Yes. I think he's so worth more than 1.5. Definitely worth more than But I don't think that. he's more popular than Garcia. Absolutely not. <laughs> right. Cause, yeah, because he was coming out saying he turned it down because of the money, but it's like, well, you should have just taken it had a pretty much easy payday and easy win, and then you would have really, you know, got that star power you're looking for. Uh, it doesn't always but... translate that way. Like, if you beat if you beat the star, you don't necessarily become the star. And then not, you've not shown like a one that for one correlation. Fight. 
Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't want to show I'm willing to fight for 1.5 million either. Because then that's yeah. where everyone's going to start negotiation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. I guess it's kind of a great area for him. It's not... Uh, like, I'm never... I don't know if I'll ever fault when it's legitimate like this. Like mm. this situation where a fighter advocates for themselves for themselves and demands what they're something better because they're worth they know they're worth more and they actually are mm -hmm. not not like uh demetrius andre who we'll get to in a second oh yeah <laughs> who, who definitely overvalued himself which was not at all helped by eddie hearn giving him like 35 million dollars to get knocked down by alantes fox poor soul mm. right poor soul demetrius andre uh, anything more on uh, Subriel Matias? Nope. All right. Nah. No Matias. So Demetrius Andre gets stopped in six against David Benavides. So Demetrius Andre finally did something. And I, do you think he looked all right until uh, Benavides started picking it up? Or was it just like, was it the quote unquote downloading that let him have that those glimpses of success <clears throat> i've never uh, thought andre was very good so i i think benavides was just a slow starter he usually yeah is. i'm gonna i'm gonna roll with that i'm gonna say i think the first like three maybe four rounds uh demetrius looked pretty solid uh, yeah. we'll just, you know, we'll give the benefit of the doubt that Benavidez is a slow starter. With that being said, though, once the pressure kicked on for Benavidez, Demetrius looked like a fucking deer in headlights. Not a clue what to do. Yeah. No one could help him. Not a clue. But yeah. this fight was kind of telling for both sides. One, we finally got the answer for Demetrius, how far his skill cap kind of really is. It's like, is it going to get much better than this? I don't really think so. Is he terrible? No. Is he great? Also, no. Just very above average. Yeah, he's a but for be for top Benavidez, of the tier. <clears throat> for Benavidez, though, we saw, like, when he starts getting pieced up, you know, and, like, a high guard, he just stands still. And someone, you know, like, like Canelo will probably tear that apart. So I think it was kind of telling for both sides. Yeah, uh, Andre was having good success with body shots, and Canelo to the body is... Uh, it makes you uninsurable by most company mm -hmm. standards. So, right, and just like if Benavides is gonna just stand still and freeze under pressure, what's like someone like Canelo who will pressure you? It's like yeah, you're just a punching bag at that point. Yeah. And it's, I just I know they're both pressure fighters, so like when they both collide, it's gonna be who gets the better outcome. But Canelo can play off the back foot as well. So if Benavides is if he does allow Benavides to lead, he can still um, set traps for him. Yeah, I I like Benavides. I think he's fun to watch. But uh, this might I might say this wrong, or I'm just using the wrong terminology, but I don't think he has like great fight IQ or ring IQ. If that makes sense. Like I think he just has good power and good pressure and output. And his size but, advantage. Uh, yeah, size and reach advantage. But aside from that, I don't think he has like great ring iq or fight iq honestly i've never seen him have to change tact before obviously because he's uh undefeated but still like with a uh, plant 
where he was having uh, some trouble for the like mm. the majority of the fight. He didn't change right. anything. He just kept doing it until it worked. And like, how do you do that against uh, Plant? I'm not gonna. I'm not saying he's uh, one dimensional, but he's uh, Canelo's far more multifaceted than Caleb Plant is. Exactly. So yeah. it's like, I. What adjustments can I, you make? That's the thing. Like, what can, what else can Benavides do? Like, right. he seems like very one dimensional. Like, he just knows pressure and output. But what happens when you pressure your pressure gets like you know outmatched, and you're getting clipped? And I don't think Benavides Senior is the kind of guy that's going to be able to plan for that. Like, if you look at Diego Pacheco, they're kind of giving him the same. They're building him into the from the same mold. I don't, I'm not. I guess because their physical dimensions are so similar. Yeah, I yeah. feel like their defense is very one-dimensional. Like, their, their footwork and their head movements and all of that is not very good going backwards. The defense is to stand there in a guard. I think something that commentary, like whenever they have a, one of, a retired pro as an analyst... They always talk about training people not training for things because they never have had to do them before. Um, the key one they always mention is being knocked down. So, like, if you never train for that, what are you going to do when that happens? So, like, Benavides has never had to fight on the back foot before. What's he going to mm -hmm. do if Canelo decides to put him on the back foot, which is a possibility? So then, with that being said, do you guys still think that Canelo is actually ducking Benavidez, or we kind of all see now that like he thinks that fight's not worth his time? Um, column A, column B, a little bit of both. Um, okay. Ca Canelo could retire today and not having taken the Benavidez fight, and his legacy is still immaculate. Benavidez, yeah, yeah, Benavidez could not get the Canelo fight and continue his career. And it's still going to be very entertaining and very successful. I'd still like to see it though. Uh, of course. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Yeah, I want to sure. see that. Uh, I mean, that timeline I... is they just fight. It is the biggest fight right now, I believe. So like, I would just lose my shit if like Canelo stops him and he kind of goes like, I told you so I told you, you, you weren't ready. Yeah. <laughs> Sit down, boy. I would, I would absolutely lose my shit, dude. If Canelo does that, oh, uh, I, I, he doesn't strike me as the type that would say that. Uh, he's like more like uh, I'll let my fist do the talking kind of thing. But if be, he, yeah. if he did, this is another one like tally it. I think this is the third situation where I said I will shit my fucking pants if he were to do that. <laughs> and send proof. Uh, and yes, absolutely uh, for Patreon subscribers only. I'm not on Patreon. That's why you're never going to find it. <laughs> um, Benavidez, Andre. Andre still has stuff left to do. I think we could talk about him as well in, yeah. a, in, a, beast, in a side piece. Just to explore his options with a little more depth. I mean, because like he lost, so you want to talk about Benavidez a little more. Um, hashtag not my monster. <laughs> Looked like yeah. everybody's monster that day. No, there is only one monster. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, not Mexican. 
the last one in the review category is Ryan Garcia. Um, uh. Really quick, let's go from the bottom up. Um, Darius Fulgham gets a stoppage in two over Pacino Hill. I honestly took a nap for this, so I hope it was fun. Uh, Shane Mosley stoppage in six over Joshua Conley. He's fighting at middleweight again. Um, whatever, dog. Whatever works for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever works. And uh, this one, Floyd Schofield. His name is his nickname is no longer Kid Austin. This is the official name change. It's Magnum Unit. Floyd Magnum Hall? Unit Schofield. What? Oh, do I need a do I need a copy in uh, Mantis Toboggan here? I dropped my uh, monster cog- condom from my Magnum dong. Gosh, it's never funny when you have to explain it. I watch too much TV. Uh, Floyd Schofield. Kid Austin's a stupid fucking nickname. Uh, we con- Especially because he's from like San Antonio or something. And his name is obviously not Austin. Ridiculous. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, who on his team said, yeah, man, that's a sick name. Yeah, I would like to hear the backstory on this, Dude, just we... so I can have more context to say that's San Antonio's too loud, or too long, so they just chose a different city. Pick the street you grew up on. I don't know. <laughs> what school did you go to when you were in kindergarten? Fuck, there's other things you could have picked. Bro, he has uh, probably way too many like descriptor like Kid Dynamite or Kid Flash or yeah, uh, Kid Chocolate. What's up, Kid Chocolate? That's kind of crazy. <laughs> um, you know, smooth like chocolate, and because he's black or Cuban, Afro Latino. Fair. Fair enough. But he's yeah, better than Kid Off. It, it. I don't know of many things. Emma Williams could use Kid Austin. Like you see, yeah, because that's his fucking True. name. But. Um, I'm not going to rant on uh, young Mr. Schofield's nickname anymore. Because hey, he's, he's, he's now Magnum though. Unit. He's definitely a <laughs> fucking unit. Yeah, that was really awesome. Um, I, Bro, that was... Oh, I don't geez. know what I was expecting, but it was not that. I not thought I was really thinking this was just another fucking hype job. Um... Uh, you know, just another. They're putting him in here with nobodies so that he can just style on them, get a highlight, and hopefully you get on ESPN or something. But yeah, this guy's fucking talented, really talented, really fast. Something that I did point out: uh, he got what was four knockdowns in the first round. It was waved off after the fourth one. At no point did it seem to me that. Uh, Lopez, his opponent, was was ever really seriously hurt or bothered. He just seemed every time he was getting up, he just seemed more frustrated than he than he did uh, like buzzed or anything. Just what it looked like to me. So, but I don't know. Yeah, I've never been punched by Floyd. So he wasn't very wobbly at any point. But four knockdowns in a minute and a half, you kind of got to call that fight. I think. Yeah. Um, that's I think that's what like the three knockdown rule is kind of supposed to be for not uh, unless you not for people who can like kind of rig it and trip you and make it look like a knockdown. 
Um, but yeah, this is uh, definitely a mercy, mercy call there. Let me spare you the embarrassment, Ricardo, because <laughs> this is not going to be good for you. 135, another uh, pretty solid contender. Mm-hmm. Mm. But it also seems, it seems like 135 and 140 are heating up. Uh, 140 is heating up, while 135 is already pretty hot right now. Do you think he breaks into the A level? Uh, He's really young still, isn't he? Yeah, it's too too soon to tell, honestly. <clears throat> um, One moment, let me pull this up. Give me one second. I'm getting a phone call. Brb. It's a uh, Floyd calling him. Hey, I don't <laughs> like. I don't like Magnum. Magnum unit. Please, please stop. It, they call me Kid Austin because it was my dad's <laughs> nickname or something. Uh, okay, so he's ninety fourth according to Boxrec. Um, so pretty much everybody in that neighborhood not gonna have any idea who that is. He is still only 21. Like, I think oh, he's, he's going to be time. really good, but I don't think he's ready for the top five right now. Does he beat Gary Coley? Yes. <laughs> uh, good. Is Gary Coley in the top 20? Uh, no. He's 25th. Yeah. Um, uh, Rio Valenzuela's 38. Adorno at 40. Um, yeah, I'm not so sure. Do you want to backstep to the Mickey Conlon fight while we wait for Drip? Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, lateral move here. So back to Mickey Conlon. Uh, this was on the same day, earlier in the day, for us in the U.S. Um, stopped in seven. Conlon's chin is just gone. He never had much of a chin. It's shattered glass at this point i'm trying to see what kind of options he has my apologies that was uh mr young floyd sheffield telling, talking to me about uh, his next fight oh we figured he was he was saying he didn't like our new nickname magnum dong he said, he magnum said keep unit. it going magnum unit magnum unit is pretty fire he said um <laughs> he, he's fighting tank uh, next friday i believe <laughs> Getting the bag early. I guess that's retirement oh, yeah. money. Fair so, enough. Uh, there, I don't know. I don't feel like Conlon is done necessarily. I don't know, man. It felt like anything that remotely landed on his was head him. wobbled him. Yeah. Yeah, that boy he was wobbled on his that whole fight. But there are options that are not quite as dangerous, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure where Gil's power. Uh, I don't have a scouter on, so I don't know what his power level is. <laughs> Gil has a little power, but not that much. Um, I really think mm-hmm. Codlin should just find something else to do before he ends up really hurt. It's weird. His brother already retired. It's fucking wild. <laughs> Following uh, your brother's footsteps, my friend. Yeah. Um, Jamie I like Mickey Codlin. Like, I was am a fan. I just I feel like his chin got cracked. The book. 
Hmm. Um, all right, let's get to uh, Ryan Garcia here before we move into our oh. preview section. Ryan Garcia versus Oscar Duarte. Um, Shanada, you were very critical of this performance, whereas like Ant was kind of countering you on that. Like it wasn't as bad as people are making it out to be. So I am not a fan of Ryan Garcia. I no actually secret. really dislike him. Yeah, so I am biased. I'll say I'm biased. He always looks scared in the ring to me. And this one, he looked terrified. And he was turning his back. That was the ref that needed Philly to show stop that. It was dumb. That was, that was a Philly back. Fuck a Philly show. Yeah. yeah no, don't like, besmirch uh, Philly with that. That's someone else no, sir, I, I love philly don't get me wrong i love philly but what ryan was doing terrible yep it looked like that kid that talks a lot of shit in high school and as soon as somebody punches him he like turtles his dad's a this lawyer. is the boxing equivalent i think that's what i feel like anyways and the ref didn't warn him about turning his back but did warn duarte many times about hitting him in the back so Duarte couldn't throw anything with his right hand because it would land behind his head or in the kidneys or whatever. And I just thought Garcia looked like shit, to be honest. He didn't. He looked like he didn't know what he was doing. First fight with uh, Derek James. Well, and if that he's trying to teach him the Philly shell, Garcia did not get it. Like, it looked like he was like he that's what he was trying to do but he was turning too much and uh yeah presenting yeah. his pre presenting his back was, that is a, a disqualification worthy thing i've seen someone get disqualified for it the ref didn't even warn him about what? it well, like of course he's not going to warn him it's Ryan Garcia yeah but that's also my problem with that fight I I thought the ref was helping him out as much as he could without actually just cheating. Garcia's got fast hands, but he's got terrible defense. And his footwork is sloppy. And whatever this attempt at a Philly shell is looks ridiculous and should have got him disqualified. And then he whined in the post-fight press conference about getting hit in the back of the head for like 10 minutes. <laughs> play stupid games <laughs> what do you Listen, yeah like, like 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 my pops always said if you're gonna be stupid you gotta be tough garcia's not tough though that's He's the like, problem did you guys watch the post-fight press conference he N sounded like a little kid i caught the glimpse where he i think he called out shakur and said like shakur stevenson was like scared or something to fight him that i, I like, he could be talking about somebody else i was like half asleep watching it yeah, at one point he was like, he punched me in the back of the head and it doesn't look like those shots are very hard, but like he hits really hard and it really hurts. And I'm like, no shit, he's a boxer. Yeah, the power's kind of uh, his uh, notoriety. That's what, he's no that's what he's known for. That's why they brought him in, is that he, he is a, a known enough quantity for people to say, to know he's a power puncher but also not so much that you will you could you should be cruising to a win here. Uh yeah, I I thought Garcia looked terrible like I expected he would. 
What round was this stopped in? I completely forgot. Seven or eight? I want to say seven to nine, somewhere in that neighborhood. But my somewhere heart. in there. It was over the second half of the fight, though. Yeah. I know that for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I'll say I'll say my piece. <clears throat> um, I think I said it before too. I think Ryan just took like a, a lateral step in skill versus mm -hmm. like step up. Like he doesn't look better. He doesn't look worse. He just looks different but it's still not good i don't know again i'm not sure what's going on at the dj camp if he's like sparring aj in there for fun or something but right this i think about it earlier i feel like ryan might have got brought up too fast due to like his like social media popularity like he had no business fighting tank we all know that he no. it, questionable if he should have been in this fight granted he won sure but i feel like ryan just got brought up way too fast too early on and now he's kind of like in this position where he has to take big fights because he's a big name kind of like tank said ryan had maybe like two three years left in his like boxing career until he probably is done i don't see him having a long career either no, and I agree with you. I think they moved him up really fast, but I think it's because they saw he wasn't going to get that good. Like, we got to yeah, get as much like, money as we can before yeah, everyone like, else realizes it. Yeah, the kid's handsome. He's popular on social media. They're like, yeah, he's a, he's a cash cow, but he doesn't have a long career, so let's milk whatever money we can out of him. And I think Ryan has, like, the talent. I just don't think he has, like the discipline and the will to be a great fighter like again what was the reason for him to be there with tank he knew he wasn't going to beat tank in a fight he knew he was going to lose his team knew he was going to lose but when you're in that position where you got brought up too quick like you can't just keep fighting cans when you're a big name like that you have to like have some, like equal or higher level competition to keep your name up. yeah so put him against the biggest name that'll fight him and oh he lost to a great fighter it's fine yeah i i don't hate ryan um i don't think he's like the brightest um bulb in the shed i don't know i don't know what his career stands i don't think it stands very long but he maybe gets like a few more big fights and then i'm sure he retires before he's 30. Hmm. i guess there's other people who deserve those fights way more it annoys me. Yeah, I mean, like you said, like, he just looked terrified the entire fight. He always looks scared in the ring to me. Like... Is it just his facial expression? Well, nah, I think he's just scared. The way he... The way he fights, he looks scared. He doesn't want to get hit. I'm sure in his head, he's like, if they fuck up my face, there goes whatever retirement plan I had. Like, my moneymaker is, uh, actually, yeah. yeah I just ruined. saw he was saying some bullshit that he wants a rematch with Tank because he wasn't like 100% in that fight because oh. of like his rib or something. And it's like, here we go, dude. Like, Come you're gonna on. lose a rematch, also. You know, you don't want that fight. We know you don't want that fight. Your team, your parents, your brother, your daughter probably knows you don't want that fight. Like, I don't know. He, he, I don't hate Ryan. I just, Probably would never watch another Ryan fight for what it's worth. I could take it or leave it. I'll, I'll still watch just because I'm a 
an addict. But <laughs> I'll hate watch Ryan fights. I'll always watch Ryan fights. It's uh, like I think we went over it briefly, like on over chat. Um, I don't think there's anyone really in the top ten. Like at one forty, he beats. Like besides maybe uh, fuck, who did I say? Um, a bunch of people said Rolly. So going down the top ten, we got this is Box Rex, so whatever, grain of salt. Uh, Teofimo at number one. Uh, Pro nope. Grade. Nope. Pro Grade number nope. two. Nope. Uh, Richardson Hitchens at number three. Possibly. I would say Possibly. yes. You I think? think? I think he would. Uh, okay. Arnold Barbosa. I didn't yeah. know he was still active. Yeah, I'd say he probably beats Barbosa. Uh, then Ryan at number five. Matias at number six. Oh, yeah, he wins by knockout against Matias. <laughs> Um, Not a chance of that one. Jose Ramirez at seven. Nope. Antoine Russell at eight. Oh, uh, Russell's fighting? pretty washed. I think he was still fighting, honestly. Uh, this is yeah. a different one. Uh, Gary Gary Allen Russell is the oldest. Gary Antoine Russell is the a younger one. He's only twenty seven. Oh. Okay. Oh. They're all named Gary, so. I hate that. <laughs> That's sick. Just go by their middle names. I just go by their middle names. So Antoine, he's the 140. Mm. I think Antonio is 122 or something like that. I hate when parents do that. George Foreman. Is is a uh, this Catterall on that list? Um. All right. Number nine is Michelle Rivera. That's a solid, strong maybe. Mm-hmm. More than likely. Uh, Sandra Martin is number 10. No. Martin schools him. You think? Yeah, Martin would. Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. He gets dropped on the cards. I don't think Garcia plans anything. Uh, yeah, I don't think. Gabriel Valenzuela. Valenzuela beats Ryan Garcia, too. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. He's the one who got the win over... Uh, what's the... Steve Spark. In uh, mm-hmm. in Mexico for a Canelo for the Ryder card with Canelo and it was a kind of a questionable decision. Um, Lindolfo Delgado, I don't know him that well. Can't really say. Jose Pedraza at thirteen. He's old. Possibly. As fuck. Oh yeah, man, he's we're the same age, dog. <laughs> Watch your words there. Yeah, I know. I know we're <laughs> I we're. Uh, 29 and a half. <laughs> yeah, 20, 29 plus. <laughs> um, I would say probably just Pedraza's been in wars. He is on the older side for boxing, so. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Pedraza, if he catches him, though. And Ryan's defense is garbage. His, yeah, because he keeps his head on the line and sticking straight up like a, I don't know, like a I big bullseye. Like I think lucky. Pedraza could spark him. I you, think he's think? still got enough power and timing. Uh, O'Hara Davis. Ooh, I don't know about that I one. I don't know who that is. As a British guy. That's about all you need to know. <laughs> Richard Catterall on that list? For a first name? Uh, Catterall's at 18. What? Yeah. What? Really? Yeah. That's... Um, Elvis That's Rodriguez low. at 16. I think Elvis nope. beats I don't Garcia. Think so. No, definitely not. That's your hate talking there. Maybe. Elvis is I not very good. 
Brandon Lee. Sorry, uh, uh, Raleigh nah. or Ryan loses to Brandon Lee. Uh, Raleigh's next. I think Ryan beats him. And that's enough. I don't know. I don't know if, if Ryan beats Raleigh. Tony Weeks is not the referee. Understandable. Continue. So I think I think what, Raleigh. What did you guys think of the count in the Garcia fight? Uh, it was it was fair. I think he got up at like what nine and a half. Time. Yeah, nine and a half. Was... He and when he got up, he wasn't entirely. He wasn't there. all. He wasn't all. I think it was a fair. It's like he got caught. He wasn't all there. Got up at like. Even if he got up seconds. at eight, it would have still been. No, it would have been justifiable to stop him, given how he was like shaky. I had, I had to take back my bad stoppage. It's not a terrible stoppage, but I've definitely seen longer counts, and people continue after being more wobbled. Yeah, just get Touch Jack through. Race in there. Yeah, that's, all, that's exactly. Mm. Actually, I guess the question stands: Would Ryan have jumped on him if he got up, or would he have just played cautious? I think he would have jumped. If he saw that he, if he had was there, able to recognize that uh, that he was buzzy, he would have jumped. But if he didn't, I think he would have played it played it safe. So I guess, like, do you guys think that Ryan fights Raleigh next? Is that the case? Because he called out like four people: Tank rematch, Shakur, Tammy, Raleigh. Like, t- yeah, like kids just going down the fucking list, but. I think really the only good. one he maybe gets next is the Raleigh fight of the people he said. Yeah. Yeah, I think Raleigh beats him. Call me crazy, but I do think Raleigh beats Ryan. Jose Zapata. He... Fuck, I would Z- love old man Ooh. Zapata to just beat the shit out of Garcia. And I think he could. Uh, yeah. He was uh, super tough in the pro grade fight. And then he came back with some with some wins. He's stringing them back together. I would love to see that. They will never make it, but I would love to see that. And <laughs> I sometimes get the Zapatas backwards. Is Jose the the one that is better looking? Uh, yes. Who's the ugly one? Yes. William? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Jose's the better looking one. I would like the old man to beat up Ryan Garcia. <laughs> I'm the same age as him, too. <laughs> <laughs> I would love for you to go kick the shit out of Ryan Garcia. Dude, she just wants to see someone beat up Ryan Garcia. As if Tank wasn't enough. God damn, I haven't weighed 140 pounds in quite some time. Yeah, I probably would need to. I would need to spend a lot of money in Trish to make 140. Yeah. I think uh, when I got My out of boot camp, hit 140 until he turned 60. Um, all right, that's enough of going down this list of hypotheticals for Ryan. I want old man Zapata to beat up Ryan Garcia. It's settled. Yeah. <laughs> He's doing it. Let's call Golden Boy. Let's make this. I don't think, I will I don't think Zapata oh, yeah. signed with anyone. Wow, free agent. But is uh, yeah, is Garcia is, still on contract? I have no idea, honestly. <laughs> thought he was coming out soon of that. Yeah, I thought this was his last one or something. Uh, Dude, Oscar looked fucking less than impressed. He was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I, well, I mean, what he the fuck have. indeed. <laughs> <laughs> we were all like, what the fuck? Um, Even the commentators who are paid to say nice things were making fun of him. Uh, let's... Dude, I know. Good. Gotta get moving. 
just for the sake of time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, last thoughts on Ryan Garcia? Eh. Old man Cepeda. <laughs> Needs right. to beat him up. All right. I'll, uh, I'll hit him up on, like, Twitter or something. See what he says. LinkedIn. <laughs> it's a, there's a surprising number of boxers on LinkedIn. Yeah, I follow a few of them. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, in our preview block, we are going from December 3rd to the 16th. Um, let me get the quick ones out of the way just because there's not a whole lot, not a whole lot of fights on these particular cards, but somebody name with name recognition. So on the ninth, um, in Long Beach, California, Mark Magsayo is back. He's fighting, um, Isaac Avalar in Dubai, Lucas Brown. That Lucas Brown is fighting Mark Petrovsky. On the 13th, Wednesday, Pro Box TV. Um, if the fights suck, then uh, chat is fucking lit. So there's you get one, <laughs> you get one or both. You can't go wrong here. Uh, Sourland, um, I think they go by Vosserman. Is is this the Sandor Martin card? No, nope. Josh Kelly versus uh, Rark Knapp. Um, yeah, Josh Kelly's uh, he's uh, jockeying for one of the belts at 154, so keep that in mind. Uh, okay, why do I have... I do have this one. It's a uh, top rank in the U.S. Uh, f- the headline is Francesco Grandelli versus Stefan Voda. I don't know who these dudes are. What, uh, the co-main, though, is Sandor Martin versus uh, Mohamed El Marcucci. I love Sandor Martin. I'm so excited to watch him again. Same. He's also pretty handsome. He's a handsome guy. He is. He is. I didn't realize that. I just checked. But yeah. His Instagram is also just him going around to different uh, European football clubs. And like... Yeah, he he gets to meet the the players now because he's semi famous, and that's all his Instagram is is him shaking footballers' hands. <laughs> Dude, so honorable. Yeah, he's a uh, he's. I think he's doing what exactly what I would do. Like if I had any level of fame, is meeting oh, yeah. other famous he, people and like, hey, your stuff is pretty cool. It's great. I love it. <laughs> um. So he his only he has three losses. Um. Alexandre Lapelli. That was a oh, it's a points loss. There were no judges; just the referee was keeping score, so he lost that what? one. Yeah, it's um, I think it's I don't know if the U.S. does it, but it's a year. I know the European uh, commissions do. Uh, if like the lower the fights that are lower on the card, they don't have a panel of judges; they just have the referee keep score. Oh no! Since he's like right there anyway, so you know. I've seen it a few times, yeah. and I don't think it's fair to the fighters or the referee, to be honest. Steve Gray is the one that he's that I know mostly because he's a ref or a judge. Sometimes he's both. I don't know. I just I don't think you can do a good job of both things. You can do one. 
Lost to Anthony Yigit. Gross. Can you dig it? No. No. <laughs> and then lost no, to Tio so Fimo. Sorry. Uh, yeah. I don't think he I don't, lost I don't to Tio so, I don't think that yeah. was that was correct. Uh, but yeah, Sandra Martin on the 16th. Very exciting. Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. Um, all right. Uh, one that I want to spend a little bit more time on. Mark D'Angelo Garcia versus Jonathan Almasen. Almakin? Almasen, I'm going with. He's These are uh, Superflies. This is the co-main event for an uh, Dell Sold Promotions card that's going to be in Phoenix on Friday, December 8th. I'm going to be... Hey, there we go. Yeah, I'm in the building. So I'm I'm actually... Once I saw that Mickey Scala was on this card, I was like, fuck, I have to go. Uh, Mickey Scala is a really awesome 154 prospect. Still really young. He's a local kid doing good, so I'm really happy for him. Um, for, he's fighting uh, Jonathan Godoy. So six rounders, which is I'm surprised that he's still at the six round level. He's really good. he's really good. Uh, considering it's like a Floyd Schofield a little bit, where he seems like he's better than the level he's at, and it's kind of weird that they're he, he's not progressing as much as you'd hope. He is also only 21, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, I believe he was a professional fighter before he graduated high school. Oh, that's pretty sick. Yeah, I know Vito Milnicki was like that, too. Or Hajime no, no Eco vibes. <laughs> not uh, Milnicki, somebody who hang, like is part of his crew, like part of his gym that goes around with him. But yeah, Mickey Scala. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not too familiar with uh, Godoy, so I can't really speak on him. But uh, definitely going to be having a side piece this week where I'm going to delve into Mickey Scala in a lot more detail because he is somebody to put on your radar. I saw him a few years ago on an untelevised portion of an undercard. Just beat the fucking Christ out of the other guy. It was, it was pretty rough, <laughs> and uh, yeah, like afterwards, he had he had for an undercard guy like untelevised. He had the arena pretty full. It's pretty surprising. But is this fight televised? Do you know? I'm sure that there is. Not seeing one. I'll check with the. Uh... I don't know if the American guys do it, but the small cards here in Japan, they usually stream them on the promoter's website. Yeah. Uh, I know of other... Like, Korean sports do the same thing for outside of Korea. Uh, I don't know. I'll ask, um, and I'll see if they have anything. Because I definitely like... It's Friday night. I mean, it's not like we're going to be conflicting with something else, which is great. Thank you. Del Sol for that. Uh, yeah, there, there's uh, there's other local cards in uh, Phoenix, and they're always on Saturdays. And I fucking write to the promoter dude. I'm like, hey, his name is like Robert or something. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? I want you to better. I want to go to this, but I'm not gonna fucking like skip uh, Anthony Joshua versus Deontay Wilder for you. What the fuck do you think? Like, what do you think this is? <laughs> Who do you think you are? Yeah. But, uh, Tokyo has Thursday night fights, <laughs> which I'm I'm okay with. Baseball on Saturday. 
Uh, all right, let's keep moving here. On December 9th in San Francisco, Regis Progre is defending his the WBC boy. 140 title versus Devin Haney. Uh, two fights on the undercard I wanted to point out. Andy Cruz of uh, amateur fame versus Giovanni Straffone. This is Andy Cruz's second fight, and he's still he's he debuted at a 10-rounder. It's pretty wild. Uh He's uh he's, he he ha- seems to have adapted to the pro to the pro style of fighting very well. I know that a lot of amateur amateur standouts they takes them some time. Uh, and Liam Paro versus Montana Love of Clothesline <laughs> Steve Sparkle. Montana Love is back. Yeah, he's fighting what for the, the hell WBO Global Super Lightweight instead Get of him the, the fuck up out of here. Who what? Yeah, it's (laughs) the global title, the world title, and they're not, like, how are those not the same thing, but... Bro, he globally sucks is what he is. Hey, (laughs) let me take this moment to remind you, Raz could have been there for the clothesline, but he didn't fucking go (laughs) for no valid reason. No (laughs) valid reason. (laughs) I still can't believe people were mad that they disqualified him for that. That was the most blatant disqualification I have ever seen. Uh, Mad about disqualifying him for for clotheslining a dude? Over the ropes. Over the ropes. That's what Spark I'm saying. Spark wasn't dog. hurt. He could have got back in the ring and fought. I'm like, that's not the point, guys. Yeah. You can't WWE throw someone out of the ring. <laughs> It, Montana fucking lo- Ugh, yuck. He would have just done, kept doing that because he was frustrated that Steve Spark is better than him. And he wasn't able to do anything that he wanted to do. So he did the clothesline. Uh, all right, but enough Montana love. Montana hate, I guess. Regis, <laughs> True. Regis Progre is fighting Devin Haney. First things first, who do you got? Uh, who do I think's gonna win, or who do I want to win? Both. <laughs> I want Progray to win. I am not a Haney fan. I think he's boring. But... I think he's heinous. <laughs> oh Lord! Uh, Someone stop! Stop this man! <laughs> uh, but uh, I think Haney probably does pull off a decision win. Progray can be outboxed. I mean, Josh, if Josh Taylor can do it, and Progray, uh, when he debuted with Matchroom, didn't look. All of that great uh, got dropped by a relative nobody. I don't want to say it, but I, I want Progray to win. But I have strong feeling Devin Haney is going to take it in a very safe and boring decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I was. We all seem to have the same opinion then. Um, I will. But I hope Progray catches them with something. Please. Progray does have pretty decent, pretty more than decent power. He can. If if he can, it's going to bother Haney for sure. I just don't think he hits him flush with anything. No. No. Um, As much as I want him to win, he's more interesting as a person and as a fighter. So him being continuing to be a champion would be more entertaining for the rest of the division. Dude, I, I, w- I was cracking up when <laughs> uh, Progray was like, 
you went to private school. Henny was like, I didn't finish school. And he was like, that's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> you went to private school and didn't finish? That's, that's, that's apparently the, that's that's pretty apparently the um, consensus right there. I mean, I don't know how true it is, but that was pretty funny in the moment. Um, anything more on uh, Regis? I hope you win pro grade. Not much. Just yeah. land, land that... That, um, oh, he's southpaw, right? So, but end that left hand, dog. Uh, let's go to the Desert Diamond Arena in Phoenix on December 16th. Uh, I will also be in the building for this, but a lot going on in Phoenix. Ma- what the fuck? Yeah, I know. It's, it's, uh, I guess it's winter, right? It's not so awfully terribly hot. It's, yeah, it's marginally cold at best. Like, maybe a light sweater. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Light sweater, come on. You know, I'm wearing a fucking parka over here in the mornings. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I I actually envy you. I I love snow so much. Here, come to Philly. Uh, All right, so it this one, I'm uh, not in the press section. I already got rejected. I'm going to be uh, in the stands. I got a ticket for this. Good stuff, though. Uh, Morojan Akhmedaliev, you know him as MJ. He is back. First, Kevin Gonzalez. Um, I believe this is an eliminator for one of the titles that he just lost to uh, Topolis. And even if he does win this in spectacular fashion, there, he has no fucking chance of beating... Hashtag my monster. The real monster. <laughs> In a way, fucking Rexus, dude. But Akhmedaliev is a pretty solid operator. Like Uzbeks seem to have a pretty similar uh, boxer-puncher style. It, it, it's just the, the spectrum is, do they lean more to puncher versus more to boxer? Like MJ is more of a boxer. Like Ergashev is more of a puncher. So that's kind of fun. But, uh, is Bektamir Uzbek as well? Bektamir Malakuziev is Kazakh. Mm. Now I'm just being racist. Uh, Triple G. Central Asians. And main event. He's fun to watch. Yeah, he's he's is really good, just unfortunately not good enough. Given what the... Uh, Nobody's what the, good enough to beat Inui right now. What the pinnacle of the division is. Uh, so, main event is a unification flyweight fight. Um, WBO champion Jesse Rodriguez versus IBF champion Sonny Edwards. I want to throw something at Sonny Edwards. <laughs> I'm not advice or like something physical. <laughs> yes, both. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I don't want to. I don't want to throw anything at him. Just uh, he kind of bugs me because he, he's like it's working. He's playing the the fucking like Billy Joe Saunders type of mouthing off my, my man the that that style of uh, of heel it fucking gets to me yeah yeah I'm with you Leo I uh, can't stand him either I I mean he's like respect the skills he's a really good boxer for sure I'm not saying he isn't but god I would very much like for Bam to beat him and then Sonny Edwards can complain on the microphone that it was a uh, hometown cooking, even though 
Bam's from Texas. Hometown cookie. Yeah. He's, he's, oh, well, it's just Mexicans. Good. That's, <laughs> oh, that's no. me guessing what, that's what Sonny Edwards is going to say. Some mouthy shit like that. Yeah, Ask exactly. That type of mouthy shit is like, yeah. I mean, it's not entirely I wrong. Have, have, no. I think I think Rodriguez wins. Yes. Um, of the two, they're both really technical, very athletic styles. But what Sonny lacks that Jesse has is power. Um, mm. he, yes, they're flyweights, so they um, make whatever joke you want. But relatively for them, Jesse has power. Sonny Edwards does not. Jesse has has been tested, has heart. He fought through a, a like seven rounds of a fight with a broken jaw. That's, yeah, that was crazy. That's fucking wild. And I don't think the few fights of Sonny Edwards I've seen, he has not been tested like that in any way. So it does he have heart? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I guess we're gonna find out because I really do think that uh, Jesse can walk through whatever Sonny throws at him. Yeah, I, I'm expecting uh, Rodriguez knockout. To be honest. Wow, that's stronger than I was going for. I was thinking a decision. I, I think he can do it. I've been wrong before, but if you don't make bold predictions, you never make. <laughs> yeah. You're never amazingly right either. Safe predictions don't make headlines. Exactly. If that's the Fact. case, uh, Jesse Rodriguez wins by clothesline. He's not going to be disqualified. <laughs> Sonny's going to be disqualified. That's a bold one. Uh, anything more on these two? Uh, this is where I start playing taps because this the final Showtime Championship boxing card ever. Oh, oh boy! It's uh, actually it's not even that good. I thought I think it's actually pretty good. I think so. But who knows? Um, um let's see Morel Colbert Valenzuela. Val yeah, I can't pronounce his fucking name. Valenzuela. Valenzuela. There we go. So from the bottom up, we have uh, J.C. Martinez, the WBC flyweight champion, Angelino Cordova. I expect uh, first thing that they're going to ask the winner of both of those fights of the of the. Uh, Bam and Sonny fight, and then this one, which is probably going to be Martinez. They're going to ask them about the other one. Uh, Martinez is a lot like Navarrete in his approach. So that's kind of fun, I guess. Uh -huh. I don't know Angelino Cordova, so I can't really say one way or another. I feel like there's two Cordovas, and he's not the one I'm thinking of. Mm. Co-main Chris Colbert versus Jose Rayo Valenzuela Lightweights This is a rematch I don't remember what card it was But uh, Chris Colbert won a close decision And uh, Rayo was not happy about it I like Valenzuela yeah. I, I hope he wins I don't have anything in particular against Colbert is he the one who always wears Muppet skin trunks? <laughs> He's definitely a character, put it that way. <laughs> he always has, like, very color-coordinated 
uh, everything. Like, they're he they're pays... always fluffy, though, right? Like, it not looks always. like he's seen Rover or Elmo or... Oh. Not every time, he's but got, often, He's yes. got some drip to him. He's got some drip. Oh, spoken from, from the professional himself. <laughs> he's got a little drip. We'll, we'll say that. Uh, I, I do enjoy his style. Yeah. Clothes-wise, but I just... I think that Valenzuela's more exciting as a fighter. Yeah, I mean, it's classic... Uh, boxer versus puncher situation. It's close to last time. Should be close this time unless Valenzuela does something to put uh, Colbert on his bike, which can happen, has happened. It was unfortunate seeing uh, Hector Garcia beat up Chris Colbert so badly, just because it, it killed the Colbert persona. He mm -hmm. could not continue to be the very brash uh, confident, bordering on arrogance kind of guy. He owns a chicken store. A fried oh, yeah? He has a fried chicken store somewhere. I think it's in Brooklyn. Okay. Nice. Primetime chicken. I'm going to be there on the 16th, actually, so I'll check it out. And main event, uh, David Morell is fighting uh, Sina Agbeko. Uh, yes. Who is Sina Agbeko? Yes. Yeah, big big question mark. Who is that? Um, probably the best they could do with uh, the budget that they have. This isn't the worst card ever. It's definitely better than the one that uh, HBO limped out on, but... Uh-huh. I mean, JCM, even though he's a small guy, he has an exciting style. Chris Colbert and Valenzuela, they have some beef, so it should be fireworks. And uh, David Morrell, I don't know, maybe we're going to see him put someone else in a coma. I hope not, but <laughs> it's possible. Egbeko is Ghanaian. Yes. Ghana has some good boxers. He might be a, a wild card. Ghana... Cameroon, uh, Nigeria has awesome athletes across the board. Uh, I'm trying to think of which other ones. Um, Senegal, I think. But there you go. That's the last card of Showtime Championship Boxing. And that's where the red curtain comes out. Yeah. I am. I am sad to see Showtime leave. <laughs> Another major broadcaster steps we'll, away we'll from the We'll see what Amazon does, honestly. Maybe Amazon does it a lot better. What's, what's the deal with that? Like, I keep hearing that it's a done deal, <laughs> but I haven't seen anything I, about it. I keep hearing the same thing. I also haven't seen anything, but I, I mean, we have no reason to think they wouldn't do it. I mean, I don't see why not, right? They, yeah, they, they I, can afford it for sure. I think Amazon has been playing with the sports market in Asia for a while now. One FC they is do. always broadcasting out of uh, Thailand. Yeah, and right. in Japan here, they do the big box. They do a few big boxing events every year, as uh, sometimes pay per view, sometimes not. And I think they've, I think they've been using this as a test market <sighs> before they move into the states. But that's just my speculation. Well, if they have the if they have the product, which is 
the PBC stable, I don't see why they wouldn't get a good number of subscribers. Um, like if you're just signed up to Showtime or Paramount Plus or whatever for the sake of boxing uh -huh. like I was, um, I'm ditching that shit. As soon as, the, as, soon as this fucking card's right. over, I'm going to ditch it. I don't need it. And I already have Prime anyway. Yeah, I suspect they'll probably make you pay for the boxing channel. You but think? their add-ons are, are pretty cheap. Dude, I hope not. I hope I not. hope not, but yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, uh, they already have that where you pay for Star or whatever the other bullshit yeah, they have. I pay, I pay for Stars. The add-ons, uh, you can... If you already have a subscription to that, you can use that, and it'll just... You can load it through Amazon instead. So it's Yeah, a, I just... I, I think your Paramount Plus is just going to turn into, like, Amazon Boxing subscription instead, is all I'm saying. Oh, yes. Yes. Perhaps. Probably. Maybe. Uh, still. Still looking forward to, to some kind of announcement, for the love of fuck. Something. Uh, I'm trying to... Like, Probox, still on YouTube, which is great. Um, it's also on their website if you don't want to deal with YouTube. I, I typically watch on their website, but their website is sometimes 15 to 30 seconds behind. Oh, for, I hadn't noticed. For no reason. It's your website. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know what the hell's up with TSN and ESPN, because I used to get all of the, the ESPN boxing on TSN in Canada. And now they sometimes show it, but the schedule comes up like two days before the fight actually happens. It's crazy. Huh. They could move to ESPN or DAZN. I don't. I honestly don't give a shit where it goes. Please, for the love of whatever, do not make it its own streaming platform mm -hmm. oh god it's like cable all over again <laughs> Fuck, we're me. back in full circle we have got, come full circle please put it just somewhere that already exists uh amazon a lot of people have amazon prime already so i mean that's a good uh it's an easy market to break into you just present it on the the sports page like everything else um, ESPN, built-in audience, the zone, same thing. Like in the U.S., at least, that's what uh, boxing is. What keeps it afloat? Because I, I don't really have a whole lot of interest to watch darts. No. The, uh, yeah, it does seem much. like you Americans kind of get screwed with the zone because in Canada it has all the NFL and MLB games. In for us, what the fuck? You can pay for you can pay for the NFL package and you get all the games, but it's an extra cost. Mm. Unless they changed it in this last season that I've been in Japan, it was part of the base package in Canada. They have outside of the U.S. They have a lot of good broadcasting deals, but. Uh... Either way, 
we will watch with great interest. Yeah, we will. Um, okay. Let's get ourselves wrapped up. Uh, network shit. I mentioned, we mentioned 1FC, Ultimate Fucking Casual, if you want to go hear about MMA, Muay Thai, is what we talk about there most. Uh, Hard Shell Tacos, we're recording tomorrow. Progressive Patriots for politics stuff, we're recording tomorrow and Wednesday. Uh, and ooky spooky stuff, if you're into tarot, astrology, and all that shit, you can, uh, ooky spooky stuff is the name of the show. It, there's a daily release for your whatever your the spirit guidance you need, I guess. However, uh-huh. you want, whatever, <laughs> whatever the fuck you want to call it. I just think the artwork's cool. So um, you do have cards. I I've been mostly following on Instagram, but the cards are cool. Yeah. Uh, internet stuff is. If you could, please. Interacting with social media posts helps give them more visibility, which uh, in turn highlights whatever show it's referencing. But most, what would be most helpful is uh, rating, reviewing, wherever it is that you listen to this. Uh, please. Yes. Please. Thank you. I love you. I'll give you money. Whatever. Huh? Uh, social handles, LVX Media Net on everything. If you can't find it, I'm not on it. Contact options, lvxmedia.net is the website. Hit the B-Sides boxing button. Can't miss it, it has a boxing glove on it. You go in there and there is a phone number, email address. The phone number, you can text or call, anonymous, unattended. Email address, uh, self-explanatory. So there you go. Uh, Merch is, yeah, lvxmedia.net slash shop, the drip collection. Yes, sir. And I think that's it. Parting words. Any plugs? Uh, No plugs, but just some phrases. Um, The chicken parm is in the oven. Nothing good happens after midnight. So stay home. And uh, tomorrow's Get It Back Tuesday, so that's a that's a pretty good thing right there. So today's hashtag Monster Monday. Almost yes. over. Yeah, Monster Monday. Almost over for us. Yeah, that's yeah, right. long for gone me. for me. I I am uh, pushing the eight p.m. over here, close to it. All right, if there's nothing more, then that's going to do it for this episode of B-Sides Boxing. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next time. See y'all later. Bye. Bye. Hey, one last thing before we get out of here. The song taking us out today is uh, Ji-Un's Favorite by City Girl. The album is uh, Siren of the Formless. As the founder of the City Girl Sicko Fans United Club, I do have to give the disclaimer that we're not endorsed, but we're fucking fighting for it, and we're going to get it. Uh, so yeah, if you want to check out more, go to lvx.at slash city. Support an artist and go buy some shit. Aww.